It's Edmonton's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Edmonton's podcast, a member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen in Edmonton, Alberta, so you can listen, discover, and engage. Today's guest is Jacqueline Jasek, Coconista at Jasek Chocolate Couture. Thanks for joining us today, Jacqueline. Oh, it's my pleasure. Okay, first question, what is a coconista? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a really common question because it's not a super common word. Um, So I developed this term, a coconista, because it didn't, it really described um, what I do best. So a chocolatier is not really describing what I do. Um, I'm a fusion of fashion and chocolate. So coconista kind of fuses fashionista and chocolatier into one word. Okay, tell me a little bit about uh, the uh, Jasic Chocolate Couture. What do you do? And uh, maybe a little bit of the history behind uh, setting up that company. For sure. So I had my first business actually when I was 11 years old. So I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. And my favorite thing is combining creativity and saleability. So, so building something that's saleable, but using creativity. So I thought long term, what do I want to do? Well, my ultimate career goal was to bring joy. And so for me, it was very much an exploration of what is joy and joy to me is fashion and chocolate. So I thought, how do I combine those two to create my ultimate job as a coconista? So I decided to train in chocolate and use that as fabric in fashion. So we actually run a chocolate business on a fashion business model, meaning that we launch a collection seasonally like fashion. So we have a summer collection, spring collection, fall and winter collection. Um, So fashion is really thread throughout our whole business, which is a a really unique concept. And what's really, really cool about it is the way it helps us attract staff. We're not building the same things, creating the same things all the time. So we're not a factory. We're very much a studio approach to chocolate. Tell me just a little bit about the benefits of doing business in Edmonton. There are so many benefits to doing business in Edmonton. I often joke that I'm not sure that this concept of fashion and chocolate would have worked anywhere else. I really feel that Edmontonians are incredibly supportive and really willing to support local entrepreneurs, especially when they have kind of a a very unique concept. They're really willing to give us a go and are pretty forgiving as we learn. Okay. And what about challenges? What about challenges of doing uh, business in Edmonton? Well, I think... um, one of the challenges, and actually it might be a blessing as well of being in Edmonton, is weather. So being in chocolate, um, we do get some very hot summers. So that's pretty challenging in Edmonton. But I guess on the flip side, the glorious thing is we're, you know, covered in snow for eight months of the year. So that's, that's pretty good as well. So I'd say that's a bit of a, um, a blessing. Um, a small thing with Edmonton is, the, I guess, the slowness um, with the municipal government in permitting for building new stores and things. So that's been a bit challenging. I'm not a showstopper by any means, but I would say that would be a challenge. Why would you recommend uh, Edmonton entrepreneurs who are looking to start a business? I think uh, Edmonton is a really unique entrepreneur culture here. There's um, not a whole lot of competition within industries. Everyone is super amicable and willing to help each other out. And I think that's pretty unique to Edmonton. We hear it a lot that um, Edmonton is... um, thriving in entrepreneurship because of this sense of community, even within industry. Mm -hmm. 
Now, some of the best things that uh, we come up with on ideas come in kind of weird places, right? Whether it's in the mountains or whatever. <laughs> Is there anything that you like to do or, or places that you go that you like to disconnect, uh, you know, uh, recharge and get inspired about, about your business? Of course, and I think that's super important. I do it a couple times a week at Modo Yoga, which is a hot yoga studio. I think it's a great opportunity to disconnect from the rest of the world. And you're literally forced to because there's no phones allowed, no you know watches or anything like that. Um, so it's an opportunity to really disconnect and reconnect, I guess, with yourself or myself. So I find that extremely valuable. Weekly, I go uh, for long walks in the River Valley which is just great to get out in fresh air and space. And I'll go with my dad and my husband. So um, just a good chance to connect and share ideas. And then um, one of my favorite vacations in Edmonton has been at the Fairmont Hotel. So it was a 20 minute drive away for a weekend, but our team bought us a weekend at the Fairmont locally. And it was fantastic because we felt like we were on vacation, but we didn't have to travel, which was pretty cool. I thought you were going to say West Edmonton Mall. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once, actually. Spent uh, three days in, in the mall. Uh, it was you know a great, what? That's kind of fun. It was, it was a great uh, vacation, actually. <laughs> yeah. Tell me a little bit about uh, what you're most excited about these days with the business. Oh, gosh. There's so much to be excited about. I mean, for us, if I go back to our BHAG, you know, the Jim Collins term of the big, hairy, audacious goal, ours is to bring joy to a million people by July 31st, 2024. So next week, we'll have five years left to go. And what gets me really excited is all the ideas that will help us get there. And we have to think big because we're currently sitting at about 20% of our goal. So we have five years to do 80%. So I find it really exciting to think bigger and to um, surround myself with people that can help me do that. When you look at the uh, challenges that you've faced uh, recently, uh, or not recently, but in setting up the business, what has been the biggest challenge to date in uh, being an entrepreneur? I mean, there's challenges all the time. Um, I wouldn't say there are ever any showstoppers. I think it's really helped in, in being creative to find solutions to things. I think the biggest challenge we're seeing right now, especially in the food sector, is change in legislation. Uh, this new uh, Safe Food for Canadians Act, meaning that anybody wanting to sell food or manufactured food outside of provincial borders have got to go through really strict food safety regulations, which I'm all for. I think a food, a safe food line is incredibly important, obviously, but it's a lot more documentation and traceability and recall. And so we're actually having, we're going through a massive renovation of our production space to comply with these new rules because you know, if we're going to achieve our BHAG of bringing joy to a million people, we can't just sell within Alberta. The market's just not big enough. So I think that's one of our biggest challenges is investing in really solid systems and renovating our space for compliance. In hindsight, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started? Oh, gosh, so much. Um, I think for sure, one of the things would be to um, hire slowly and carefully and let people go um, when they're just not a good fit for your your culture or your values. Mm-hmm. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received for being an entrepreneur? Um, the best piece of advice would be that sometimes 80% is okay. Being a perfectionist, that was a hard lesson for me, is really to identify 
what things are non-negotiable, they have to be 100%, and which things can you get away with 80% and being okay with that. So being okay with 80% is the best advice. Now, everybody these days seems to have a personal bucket list. What sits atop your bucket list these days? Well, at the top is something that I'm doing next month, um, which is actually part of my dad's bucket list, which was also on mine, but it's been accelerated because my dad asked me to do it. But we're going to be walking a portion of the Spanish Camino next month. So in six days, we're going to walk 175 kilometers. Wow. And why, um, why is that important to you? Well, I think it's important because A, it's one of my dad's dreams. So to be there with him uh, for his 65th birthday is being there and walking with him. And I think um, the things worth doing in life are the hard things. And for me, this is not going to be an easy thing. So um, for me, it's just challenging myself and seeing how mentally tough I can be. If you weren't doing what you do now for, for work and as a career profession, uh, any thoughts or ideas of what you would be doing instead? For sure. I think if I wasn't in chocolate design, I would probably be in fashion design. I'm, I'm still very much in love with the idea of fashion. Um, so that's something I'd love to do. And fashion in the eco space. So, you know, really paying attention to the environment and sustainability is sort of really where my head's at. And it's, I mean, my head's that, there in chocolate as well. But I think in fashion, there's a lot of ideas I've had. So that's where I would love to be if I wasn't in chocolate. Okay. What book are you currently reading? I am reading The Culture Code uh, right now. So really understanding culture. Um, and it's by Daniel Coyle. I'm really loving it. And it's important for me right now, just as the business grows and we move into this new facility for food safety, we're going to be divided on a side that's incredibly food safe. And then the admin side, so there'll be a lot less um, crossing over sides. So I'm really worried about our culture and a division and how to really mitigate that. Okay. Now, if you had to pick one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? I love that question. Uh, lots of words come to mind, but I think energetic is probably an accurate one. And the reason being is I love what I do. And that, I mean, that truly gives me energy. Okay. Is there anything keeping you up at night these, these days that you're worried about, concerned about? I wouldn't say there's anything necessarily that I'm concerned about. What keeps me up at night, though, is ideas. I'm scared to forget them or lose them. And there's just so much opportunity that for me, that's what keeps me up is which ideas to pursue, which ideas do I need to park. I guess idea generation is what keeps me up at night. Now, outside of Edmonton, is there a favorite place that you have in the world that you like to go to and spend time at? Well, I've only been once to this place, but I still think it's uh, my, one of my favorite places in the world. And it's Cusco in Peru. Ah, yes. I love it for the culture. It's so different for its history. And it's also the first place I traveled to uh, with my, well, at the time, boyfriend, now husband. Uh, it's the first place we went to together. And um, yeah, I just have really great memories, even despite the altitude. I understand. Actually, I was there as well back in the late 80s and uh, phenomenal place, phenomenal place. Yeah. Brought back a lot of coca leaf tea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and it's necessary once you're there, right, to deal with that altitude. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a daily routine that you uh, follow every day and uh, that's almost you don't deviate from? Well, I wish I could say yes, but the truth is no. Um, I would say every day is completely different depending on the demands of the day. 
so there I have no real rhythm. Um, I don't even necessarily wake up at the same time or go to bed at the same time, which I know is terrible for your body, but it really depends on the rhythm of my family life and business. So every day is quite different. Okay, then. Now I'm going to tell you, uh, give you a scenario that's kind of different here and uh, see what you think about it. Okay, just imagine a small, beautiful, tropical island that's in the middle of the ocean with only one phone booth and no internet, no technology whatsoever. We're going to drop you off there. Now, anytime you can use that phone to make a phone call and we'll come pick you up. Uh, now, how long do you think it'll take you to make that phone call? And what do you think you'd be doing while you were there? <laughs> Hilarious. So I watched that show alone. And so they're left on, you know, in a place to live and they have to challenge themselves to see how long they can make it. So I actually think about this question a lot. And for me, I think a week would be perfect. I love being surrounded by people. It gives me energy, but I also love being alone and solitude is something I really love as well. So I would say a week and then in that week, um, I would find food, I'd build a shelter and I would explore, I think. And after a week, I would feel like I've satisfied my alone time. I've managed to survive with food and shelter and explored enough and be ready to head back into society. Super. Is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Uh, no. Um, I think one question I love, or I was asked in a previous podcast, um, was if I could put anything on a billboard, what would the message be? And one thing I, I think about often is, you know, what we do is so simple uh, at JSIC is to bring joy. So I guess my challenge to people would be if, if everyone can make somebody smile that they don't know every day, whether it's at the supermarket or thanking somebody for their service at the gas station or anything like that, then we will have succeeded at JSIC. So I guess my billboard would say, make someone smile. Super. Thanks for uh, joining us today, Jacqueline. Thank you. Have a great day. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Edmonton's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. And then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Canada's podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.